Sholem Aleichem, and welcome to Tune In, the Yiddish Book Center's weekly podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I'm visiting with Kenneth Turan to talk about the film The Life and Times of Hank Greenberg. Kenneth Turan is a film critic for the Los Angeles Times, a contributor to Morning Edition on NPR, and a lesser-known fact, he was a sports writer for the Washington Post. Kenneth is also a member of the Yiddish Book Center's Board of Directors. Welcome. Good to be here. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, we asked you to call in and talk to us because we're screening the Life and Times of Hank Greenberg at the Yiddish Book Center on the 7th of July, and we thought it'd be kind of nice to get your thoughts about the film. Well, it's a wonderful film. I mean, I'm glad to have the opportunity to kind of relive it, to think about it again. It was a pleasure to watch. I, I would say I enjoyed watching it. And um, why a film about a baseball Hall of Famer, do you think? Well, I mean, you know, the, the reason the Book Center is showing the film is the reason they made the film. Uh, Hank Greenberg was the first, really, Jew to be famous as an athlete in the 20th century. Uh, he came, you know, into himself. He came of age at a time when people still thought Jews had horns. And it just literally, to have a Jew this good playing the American game was just revolutionary. And, you know, that's what the film really deals with a lot. Yeah, I love the archival footage, the music, all of the backstory for me, really did provide a window into sort of Jewish life in the early 20th century and towards the mid-20th century as well. Um, and I thought that there were some really wonderful little vignettes. Um, maybe you can expand on the whole prayer book and show how the kids would figure out a way to do baseball stats as code. Um, no, that, yeah. no, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. It's been too long since I've seen the film. Oh, okay, it was just wonderful. And then, <laughs> yeah, there's the famous story about Rosh Hashanah. Um, yeah, 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 no, that's, that's, that is the great Hank Greenberg story. At the end of the 1934 season, uh, the uh, Detroit Tigers, the team he was playing for, had a very big game uh, on Rosh Hashanah. And uh, Hank Greenberg, who was not actually enormously religious, but he was you know, a cultural Jew, he believed in being Jewish, he had took the advice of a rabbi who was said to have consulted the Talmud before giving his okay. He played, he hit two home runs, the Tigers won the pennant, and the Detroit Free Press printed the words, Happy New Year, in Hebrew, as its headline on the front page. Which was really quite something. And you didn't it, see this every day. No. You still don't see this every day. <laughs> and it's, as I understand it, the Jewish community really rallied around him. He was everybody's son. Um, everybody rooted for him. And they didn't necessarily know what the whole game, the strategy of the game was, but they just were in it for his win. Yeah, no, people were very proud of him. I mean, and, you know, he was apparently quite a good guy. You can see him. The film has some interview footage with him that he shot near the end of his life. And you can see that he's just a quality human being. So the fact that he was Jewish, the fact that he was a great person, just people rooted for him, even if, you know, people like my father, who really had, you know, couldn't tell the difference between baseball and football, they knew who Hank Greenberg was. Do you think the movie does tell a larger story? Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it's really, it's, you know, it's one of the classic American stories. It's the story of assimilation. It's the story of how different groups come to be part of the American fabric. And, Hank Greenberg was, you know, even though baseball, you know, may not be an earth-shaking game, his success there was, I think, a real factor in helping Jews as a whole assimilate into America. Yeah, um, it becomes more and more apparent as the narrative goes on in the story. And, I mean, he was a good baseball player, yes? Oh, he was one of the best. I mean, it was, you know, he was uh, all kinds of records. I mean, he was a lifetime 313 hitter. Uh, he hit 58 home runs in 
you know, in the in the years when Babe Ruth's 60 home runs was the magic number, he hit 58. Uh, he was a great with with men on base. I mean, there was a quote in the film that I really love from a friend of his. It said, uh, "Women, food, home runs, they were fine, but RBIs, runs batted in, were the thing he lived for." I mean, he's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was an undeniably great player. Um, and he sort of lived through various um, and sundry parts of the early, you know, like the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, um, the narrative. He went off to war. Um, how did that play out, do you think? Well, everyone who went to war, you know, I mean, Ted Williams is the most obvious example. Uh, it hurt their careers. You know, they lost valuable years when they could have been, you know, uh, piling up statistics and earning money, but they felt, you know, they believed in America. They believed this was important. It was not a question for them. Would they go or wouldn't they go? They absolutely went. Okay. And um, and then he comes back to the game, and he's still a big part of the world no, of baseball. I think so. I'm trying yeah. to remember that, but yeah. that is, that's, yeah. a, that's a vaguer memory for me. Okay. Um, and the other the other aspect of it is, do you think he changed things for others, that he opened barriers for others? Well, I mean, one of the interesting stories that the film tells is of his meeting with Jackie Robinson, who followed the same trajectory, though mm-hmm. it was, you know, uh, Greenberg took a lot of anti-Jew baiting, and uh, Jackie Robinson had a lot of anti-black baiting, and it was the same situation, but much more intense. And there's a story in the film that, uh, that you know, in those days, players didn't necessarily run into each other that often, and he and Jackie Robinson ran into each other on the field uh, during Robinson's first season, and, you know, Jackie Robinson, you know, took him aside and just gave him some encouragement. And, you know, Robinson's comments, it's just a wonderful quote. He's, he told reporters after meeting Greenberg, he said, Mr. Greenberg has class. It stands out all over him. So he was just a great kind of inspiration to other players and, you know, just a great person. And it seems as though he inspired a younger generation as well. I mean, look at the footage in there of the kids who are just so excited to see him. Yeah, I mean, um, he made, yeah. you know, he, he humanized something that seemed impossible. Mm-hmm. Now, it sounds crazy for people to think, well, you know, Jews can't do X or Jews can't do Y. But I think this kind of thing kind of, you sometimes grow up with this. And if you have an example, say, wait a minute, someone did it. It can be done. So I think he was very inspirational. Yeah. Well, I found it to be a really inspirational film. Um, it filled in a backstory in a different way and gave context to, as you say, the sort of story and issues related to assimilation at that point in time, um, which was fascinating. So I hope that everybody comes out to see it. Everyone um, who comes out will be happy they're there. They're there, exactly. Well, um, thank you very much for visiting with us again, um, and we hope to be back in touch soon. I hope so. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. For additional interviews and conversations, please visit yiddishbookcenter.org slash audio. Our producer is Agnieszka Ilvitska. I'm Lisa Newman. Be strong, be well, and tune in again soon. Mm-hmm.